This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. This episode of Serial is made possible by Goldline. Read their important risk information and find out if gold or silver is right for you. Call them like I did years ago, 877-370-COIN, or go to goldline.com. Glenn Beck, the Blaze Radio Network. Virtually every serious problem the United States of America faces today can be traced to progressivism. Progressives completely changed American education in the early 1900s. And the educational system has failed us ever since. Progressives changed the way many Americans feel about the founding fathers and the Constitution. Progressives infiltrated the government, corporations, entertainment, and essentially took over American culture. Progressives fought hard for and mostly achieved the exclusion of God in public and saw to it that he was absent from education and public policy. As a result, morality has eroded, education has faltered, cities have decayed, and the family unit has been weakened. In 2008, one of the most progressive candidates and the most non-America-centric president in U.S. history made this promise just before the election. We are five days away from fundamentally transforming the United States of America. As those and other Americans blindly cheered that statement, chills went down the spines of millions of others who understood what the fundamental transformation of America meant. Around the same time, Barack Obama's wife, Michelle, was also letting Americans in on another important little secret. Barack knows that we are going to have to make sacrifices. We are going to have to change our conversation. We're going to have to change our traditions, our history. We're going to have to move into a different place. America-loving patriots knew that, first of all, our history can't be changed. History is, well, history. So what was she talking about? Was she signaling that they, as all progressives do, intended to rewrite American history? Would they be attempting to change the way we thought about our history? As for traditions, we didn't want to change our traditions. They mean something to us. We love them as we love the country. And frankly, one doesn't fundamentally transform something one loves and cherishes. Yet, that indeed was the goal of these hardcore activist progressives. Anyone who understood the implications of the incoming president of the United States knew what was coming, felt totally helpless to do anything about it, and many lapsed into utter despair over the election results. Two months later, on January 27, 2009, shortly after Obama took the oath of office, a listener named Ed from New Haven, Connecticut, called in to the Glenn Beck program to share his feelings of hopelessness and being alone. Let me go to Ed in uh, in New Haven, uh, listening to us on WELI. Hi, Ed. Hi, Glenn. Hey, no matter how this call ends, I just want you to know that I respect you more than anybody out there in the news media. Oh, boy. And, uh, you changed my life, for you know, in a positive way. And I think in God's eyes, that's really one of the biggest things, if not one of the major, you know, one of the only things that, re- you know, really you can do. Wow. Thank you very However, much. However, 
However, <laughs> yes, um, I you you got a letter yesterday or something about somebody saying they're going to tune out. Yes, um, uh, they said that they were going to unplug because they felt too small, too insignificant, and they couldn't make any difference, and they were just getting angry and frustrated, so they were done. Well, I heard it, and I thought, let me call in. I did exactly that the day after Election Day and have yeah. been firm about it up until even this day. Okay. And I thought I would call in and give my perspective if anyone was really interested on it, because it's very amazing, the feelings that I'm getting from doing this of guilt and also a feeling of uh, half of me says I'm doing the right thing, and the other half of me is really making me feel really guilty about it. And I'm yeah, wearing very... the gamut of emotions. It's really um, a weird feeling. I gave up television, and that included um, all... This is during the Monica Lewinsky thing. All television news and everything, and I just read the newspaper um, and, and kept his feed uh, like that, and it was a wild experiment. Absolutely wild. Changed, changed my life, changed my attitude. Glenn continued his conversation with Ed. The problem is, today, and I believe this, I believe that we're outnumbered now. I don't believe... We're not. Uh, we're I not. know you say that, and I knew we're you were going to get mad at me. It. It, I knew it. it. We're not outnumbered. For those who had paid attention to the issues during the election, they knew just who Barack Obama was. And they were having an extremely difficult time coming to grips with the fact that the man was now the president of the United States. Their feelings had absolutely nothing to do with the color of his skin. After all, Tea Party members and constitutional conservatives strongly supported people like Alan West, J.C. Watts, Tim Scott, Clarence Thomas, and so many others. Instead, it had everything to do with from where Barack Obama had come. Not the physical location of where he had lived, although even that was noteworthy. It had to do with the people who had influenced the life and belief structure of the person who would now lead the free world. As has been well chronicled, Obama had been raised, educated, and mentored by extreme leftists, Marxists, and even card-carrying communists. Yet, anyone who mentioned their profound concern about it was labeled a racist. In light of all this, after the call from Ed, Glenn further explained what he believed so many were feeling. Everybody's telling them you don't matter, you don't count, it doesn't make a difference what you say. You'll never understand it. Don't worry, we'll take care of it. Most people have just, they're tired. They're tired. They're tired of fighting for what the, why are you so pissed at the Republicans? Seriously, why are you so pissed? May I vocalize what I think you're thinking right now? Think about it. Why are you pissed? I mean... Not just disappointed, pissed. I believe what you're thinking right now is the same thing, reason why I'm pissed. Because I invested a lot of my time and my energy. I never went campaigning for anybody. I never, I never put campaign signs out. I never made calls for anybody. But I defended these people. I, I would be at parties with, with people and people would come up and say, Oh, your guy is this, blah, 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 blah. And I'd defend them. I stood up for them when it wasn't easy to stand up. 
We, many of us have been the pariahs of society, be called racist, bigot, and everything else. And you do this? You have taken my time, my energy, my passion, the, 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 the essence of who I am and what I believe in, and you've done this? That's why I'm so pissed. How dare you? I believe in something. You don't. And to the millions who felt completely alone, Glenn reminded them who stood with them. Here's who you're not feeling and you're not realizing is standing by you that you are surrounded by. Anyone who actually listened to their grandparents. Anybody who actually listened to their grandparents knows what this country is, knows who we are as Americans, wants deep inside of themselves, wants that to be true again. Why did we vote for change? We went like zombies to somebody saying change who didn't really define it because we know what that vision of America is. It's not socialist. It's an America that is good, is kind, is fair, is gentle. That's what we all learned from our grandparents. Still, knowing the stakes were higher than they'd ever been, and after having battled against Saul Alinsky tactics and community organizing skills like no one had ever seen before, so many Americans on the right were simply worn out, exhausted, bruised, and battered. Glenn let the audience know he could certainly relate to all of that. If you unplug, if you don't stand up, if you don't square your shoulders and say, damn it, I got to do it again. Do you think I really want to do this? Do you think I want to be this guy? Do you think I want to be the guy who was called crazy for two years, was told by almost every damn program director in my chain, shut up or we're going to cancel the show? Do you think I want to be the guy that watched my ratings go down for two years because of what I was saying was coming in the perfect storm? Do you think I want to be the guy who gets calls from people in this industry that I respect, really, truly respect and say, Glenn, You're killing yourself. What are you doing? Stop doing this. Do you think I want to do that? Do you think I get up every morning and say, gee, another fun day at the factory? From this moment on, as those of us who know him best can testify, Glenn Beck became obsessed with revitalizing conservative, constitutionally-minded Americans and helping them understand that they weren't surrounded It was the other way around, both on his Fox News program and on the radio. He devoted virtually every waking moment to exposing what Obama, Soros, and other progressives were doing to this nation so that he could wake his fellow citizens up and help them to become active. He lost sleep and he lost friends over it. He was attacked from virtually every direction. His life was threatened. Media matters. MSNBC and others seem to exist just to try to destroy him. So, with emotion welling up, he summed up the call that started it all this way. I know it's hard. I know you're tired. 
but I will prove it to you. You give me a couple of weeks and I will find a way to prove it to you that you are not alone, that there are more of us than them. You just don't hear from your kind of voice because nobody wants to give them any airtime because you're ordinary. Next time, the birth of the 912 Project. Values and principles. Glenn Beck. This episode of Serial is made possible by Goldline. Read their important risk information and find out if gold or silver is right for you. Call them like I did years ago, 877-370-COIN or go to goldline.com.